my friends. How have y'all been? Uh, We've had a busy two weeks, haven't we? Holidays, they're wrapping up. I am kind of grateful. I'm ready to get back on a routine of getting my kids in bed at a decent hour. Maybe a bath or two, teeth brushing, all that good stuff. Because during holidays, it's just like, whatever. You know, just whatever. Um, So, a couple things before we get started. The Closet Committee Mentoring Group is starting tomorrow. I am so excited. No, it started yesterday. <laughs> My bad. Our Bible study starts um, this week, so that's what I was thinking of. This is a group that God's laid on my heart to do. Mentoring slash support group where I'm going to be going live doing Bible studies. Uh, daily text messaging of encouragement and a weekly devotional. Also, some other things going on in there. Um, you can read more about it at christinasmithmcculley.com. It, there is a small fee, and that's just because I have to pay for the text messaging service and the emailing service, and there's some other um, charges that occur with running like a group. So that's what that's for. I'm not charging for the Word of God or anything else like that. I'm definitely probably not even breaking even. But it's, I mean, like, I would totally do it um i just you know didn't want to anyways i don't want to go you know debts and all the bits i need to rewind this anyways okay um that is that make sure that you're my friend on all my social media platforms christina smith mccully everywhere instagram tiktok and facebook i do have a free facebook group if you want to jump in there and join all this can be found at christinasmithmccully.com so with that being said, let's jump on into this week's podcast. I'll see y'all in just a second. Woo-hoo! Well, hi, y'all. Welcome to Closet Confessions with Christina's podcast, where we're going to talk about the hilarious, not so funny truths about the Christian walk. Some people are called to speak on stages, but the Lord has called me to share my heart from my closet. Hey, I'm Christina, mom of three, married to my high school sweetheart, multi-passionate entrepreneur who has struggled with insecurities, self-worth, depression, and all that fun stuff the world has to offer. But God, He continues to remind me He is not intimidated by my mess. And when I spend time with Him, He reminds me who I am and whose I am. So if you're ready to laugh and you believe Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, then come on into my closet so we can talk through this crazy life together. Okay, so as I was preparing for the Bible study that will be started this week in the group, I was thinking about kind of how did we get here? Like, how did I get here? You know, and I just, I I don't think I've shared some of my testimony with you guys, so I'm going to share that today because I think maybe something that I say maybe can bring some freedom to somebody. Um, I'm just going to, just going to share it with you, okay? So, Let's rewind time a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess I'll start at the beginning. On a cold winter day. Actually, that's a lie because it was June 12th, so it wasn't a cold winter day. But um, my whole life, I've been in church. I was raised in the Presbyterian Church, got married to Presbyterian Church. But don't really know if I had a relationship with God, honestly. Um, that was nobody's fault. I just, thinking back, I just um, didn't know Him as a person kind of you know like I didn't I just knew about him I've heard bible stories that was really kind of the extent of it um it wasn't until I think you know and then 
of course, my whole life I've always known, you know, you know, there's more like I would be convicted, but yet like, okay, I'm just supposed to tell myself, but I can remember being younger and like knowing I was going to drink on Friday or Saturday night and feeling a little guilty about it all week long, but still just doing it, you know, but I didn't know where that guilt was coming from, probably just being in church or, you know, the prompting of the Holy Spirit, but not knowing anything about like, oh, that's the Holy Spirit. I didn't put any of that together. But um, as I got older and married, I just really longed for what I saw other people have. I saw other people that had peace and joy, and I did not have that. Like, my insecurities were terrible, terrible growing up. Um anxiety, fear, oh my gosh, fear of everything from being robbed to kidnapped to people to, I mean, just fear. And that does stem back to some things that happened in childhood. Also, I can look back and see where some insecurities got planted very early. It's very important we watch what we say around children, what children listen to and all that because it just got, the seed got planted early. So, um, I longed for what other what I saw other people have, you know, um, people that I really looked up to and as, you know, mentors and all. Where they get that joy and that peace? And I don't even know how it happened, honestly. I, I do not know how. I think um, a friend of mine that I used to work with gave me a teaching tape that Joyce Meyer did. I started listening to them. That's whenever we had cassettes now, cassette tapes. Pop that thing in, listen to that on the road and I really enjoyed it and just really learned a lot from like about the Holy Spirit about you know um insecurities about things that like you know I would take everything personal and I just really related to some of her stories so I think that really probably got me searching for okay what's next what's more and I do remember um, when my daughter was like four she started going to pre-k of just getting up in the morning and spending time alone like with a journal and um, my bible and just me and just like kind of just imagining myself sitting over god and that really grew my hunger for him i guess you would say because i can remember like imagining you know jesus riding my car and talking to him and i would just make that like real i mean real and so i really got excited about god and got on fire for God and, um, you know, spoke a lot to people that when as I was doing their hair and like Sunday school, we didn't have social media then, which I think was a blessing because I think it really helped focus on the person like right in front of you or like it kept, it, it, your thoughts weren't racing all the time about checking this or looking at that or, you know, or whatever. Um, but I was just, you know, I went to conferences just on fire for him really. And then back in 2009, you know, I tell people that it only takes a little bit of a distraction to get us off track. It only take it, do, it doesn't take much. You know, I know whenever I've heard stories about people embezzling money or, you know, having affairs or um, getting addicted to something, I, you know, I can remember thinking like, how in the world does that happen? But whenever you really think about it, it's not like any of them probably started with that goal in mind. You know, I mean, I don't think nobody really just says, oh, I think I want to embezzle money and risk going to jail. I think I want to have an affair and risk my family. I think I want to 
what was that other thing I said? I can't remember. Anyways, so none of that, you know, but it only takes a little bit. And I think I was just distracted about worldly things. Like, you know, this is, here's a little teaching, learning thing, whatever. The music we listen to and the stuff we watch has such a big influence on where our mind goes and what we want. You know, if I listen to booty music, I'll be wanting to go to the club and, and dance and drink. I'm just serious. If I watch certain shows, I'll be wanting to be all sassy and whatever, you know. So that is a really important thing for us to always remember. And I, I think I just kind of, I just got distracted, you know. Um, some things happened. I'm not going to really go into deep detail, but pretty much just was like done. Like, okay. And there was some specific things that happened. Um, but then once you, you know, start compromising a little bit, it doesn't take much to compromise more. You know what I mean? So, you know, nothing ever starts out like, oh, I think I'm just going to live my own way after you're on fire for God. Does that make any sense at all? Like, it makes sense to me, but I don't know if it makes sense to y'all. But um, so that was around 2009 and it took a couple of years of just really living for myself basically and just kind of just doing what I wanted to do and like you know I'd feel guilty I'd have conviction but not enough to say okay God I'm yours again you know like I'm your like do what you want to do with me you know what I mean does that make any sense um so whenever I came back to God you know, um, repented, confessed, come back to him and was just, just, you know, I tell people, I know what it's like to be in that pit of not feeling close to him. And I don't ever want to be there again, ever want to be there again, because I know what it's like. Cause I, cause I was so close before and then not that I knew the joy that came with being close to God and living for him. Okay. So when I wasn't, it was like, a, it was, it was miserable, really. Um, so that that all trans okay so i wanted to get back with god but the enemy likes to hang stuff over our head and even though and i talked to somebody about this the other day about forgiving yourself even though you know um the bible says you're forgiven when you confess your sins it's very hard to believe that and i just let the enemy beat me up with like yeah right i mean like you're gonna look a hypocrite if you try to start talking about god again or like or or get excited about him again i mean you're just gonna look like a hypocrite and you're fake and phony and da 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 and you, I mean, you walked away. How could you ever come back? I mean, people are just going to think you're just lying. And I just let that sit in my mind, I mean, for a good five years, five years. And, and what I mean by that is if you know me now on social media or you know me, it wasn't nothing like that them five years. I'd want to share the gospel. I'd want to talk about God. I'd want to be unapologetically whatever myself but I just wouldn't I mean it just hung over my head so let's fast forward um the five years were you know good five years but not living out my purpose okay not doing not using my mouth that's what he created my mouth for because it likes to talk and that's what he created for so not living out my purpose. okay so let's fast forward to January eight years ago nine years ago I have to look at the date. I think 2016. Um, that morning, I had my third child. My third, and we had went through a lot in the past five years. We lost my mother-in-law. Um, we got pregnant unexpectedly. I mean, but a, but a good life. I mean, you know, nothing. I mean, the mother-in-law was 
was well, tragic tragic for us but i'm just saying like nothing bad wrong but still not walking my purpose okay not walking in my purpose i guess is what i could say um in january i think it was 2016 let me look hold on hold on i got it right here okay i found it so january 5th oh that's in a couple of days 2015 mm. yeah 2015 it's i got a message on facebook that said are you getting unknown calls from an 808 number yes that's me your mom's crazy friend in hawaii something's on my heart and the lord wants me to share it with you i'll keep trying as it is that strong so i get that message one morning january 5th <laughs> and i was like oh okay you know i was thinking like some kind of word like about business or the upcoming year or something like that's what i was thinking but right before that now i will tell you i'll tell you this I, I did not put the two together until after the phone call but right before that on the way to work that morning i was listening to a devotional i think it was um beth moore maybe it was a, like a podcast or something no it might have been a cd i think it was a cd see we, we graduated from tapes to cds now so in that i don't really remember what the whole thing was about but I do remember this part she said what is your biggest fear in life whatever your biggest fear is the enemy will hold that over you and hold you back from a purpose that God has for you and she was like you know maybe it's um are you a good enough mom well that's whole, that fear is holding you back from something that you know God has in store that he wants to use for a purpose like maybe you're supposed to teach your child something and you can't if you're um you know living in fear anyways I was thinking what is my biggest fear like what would be my biggest fear and I know it sounds silly but I was thinking you know my biggest fear is like what do people think about me what do people think about me and I was I could remember where I was driving y'all I can remember where I was driving when this all happened and I was thinking I wish I could just be free I wish I didn't care I I just I want to I want to get excited with you God I want to walk with you and share about you but I'm so scared I'm going to look like a hypocrite or a fake or a phony or, you know, whatever. And I just let that hold me back. I didn't really think no more about it. I didn't think no more about it. Okay. So that was like I was driving to take my kid to my stepmom's and to go to work. So that was, let's say, maybe 830 in the morning. I get to work. I see that message. Um, I told her that, you know, she was like five hours behind me in time. I said, you could call me at this time. I'll be at the salon. I knew, okay, so I knew her. From, she grew up with my mama, but I had never talked to her. Her and mama, of course, just like your friends you grow up with, there's, you know, they still talk and, and we're still close, but I had never met her because she had lived in Hawaii for like 20 years. So I knew of her, but didn't know her. Um, and so that day at like 1230, I think she called and it was probably like, five six o'clock over there in Hawaii maybe seven maybe it was 11 and like seven I don't know anyways um she said hey you know this is this is Linda and um I said oh I'm excited to hear what God has to say and she said well first of all let me just tell you I don't know if your mom's told you but I've went through a very hard year last year her son had passed away from cancer he was young I think he was 32 or maybe 28 he was young it was fast um bone just bone cancer out of nowhere you know and she never left his side and just um just he wasn't married um just a really hard time but she said you know when I'm down I come to your page 
um, and you make me smile. And I was like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And she was like, I could tell you kind of probably struggle with, you know, Facebook. I said, oh, yes, yeah, love, hate relationship. Like, I love it to to vent, but also hate it because I, I'm the type that I would compare myself to others. I would be jealous, insecure, whatever. And so she was like, well, you know, I just want you to know how much you've helped me with your post. And I remember thinking like, okay, where's the big word? Like, is, is that it? I mean, which is fine. That's great. I'm glad. But, you know, I was like, okay, you said it was like so strong, you know. And so I was like, okay, you know, thought we were fixing it off the phone. She's like, okay, I do have one more thing. She was like, this might not mean anything to you, but God will not let me uh, forget it. She was like, maybe just write it down. Maybe it's a word for later. I do not know. I'm just telling you, he will not, he just, he wants you to know this. I was like, okay. And she's like, he wants me to tell you what other people think about you is none of your business. And I'm telling y'all, when chains if you can imagine chains being on somebody and falling off, that's what it felt like. I remember where I was sitting. I remember the feeling. I started crying. Like, it literally felt like chains fell off me. Because I, I knew what I had told him that morning. Like, it just all came together. I mean, that morning ride of hearing that and saying that, her calling, her saying that. Like, I knew it was directly from him. And that phone call changed my life. And that phone call is why we're here today. And that was in 2015. That phone call opened the door for me to just say, okay, God, okay. Like, it, it's almost like like I was needing permission to not care what people thought, maybe. I don't, I don't really know. But that, that phone call changed my life. And we, have, we are very, very close. You know, I call her my earth angel. We're very close, and um, she helps me with so, so much, and I love her so much, and, and God just used that. So, you know, I guess part of my testimony could be always be obedient when God tells you to do something. You don't know whose life could be changing. Like that one phone call had a ripple effect on this podcast, which you're listening to right now. I don't know if it would be here if it hadn't been for that phone call. That phone call has what you read on my social media, what you see. I mean, any all of it, the, the, the new mentoring group. Um, it just rippled effect onto all of that. It just changed my life. God used her to change my life. And I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful. Um, always be obedient in what he has because obedience is better than sacrifice. I, I, just last week I was thinking that because... God told me to get rid of some things last year. And instead of getting rid of them, I would sacrifice and be like, well, I just will do it this way. Or I'll just, no, no. Since he's given me the power and grace to do it, the benefits that come from being obedient. And I'm not saying we trade obedience for blessings, but the peace, the peace that just comes from obedience if nothing else, the peace that God has for us, you know, I'm not going to take any more of your time because I, I hope I didn't bore you to death and maybe I hope something I said resonates with somebody, but I love y'all. I love you very much. I appreciate you being here. Um, if you want to hear more about or read more about the Bible study, you can go to christinesmithmckelly.com. It's the very first link. If you have not signed up for my free newsletter that will be going out tomorrow morning, um, weekly sign up for that it's on there as well um, 
Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you. Thank you for that phone call. Thank you for every time that you've led us to do something that we've been obedient and done it and just had an impact for your kingdom. That's what it's all about. It's pointing people to you. You deserve all the praise and glory and honor. And it's not about us. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's about you. It's about what you've done, what your son's done for us. What the Holy Spirit does every single day, guiding, leading, comforting, teaching. Thank you for being available for us to come to at any time. Thank you, Jesus, for making that bridge. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for never leaving us. Never, ever leaving us. Love you, Father. Thank you. And I just pray that everyone listening to this has a wonderful week. They're drawn closer to you. That we have opportunity to be obedient, to point people to you, and that we listen. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.